hey man, for real, like after this, can we go get a chicken sandwich? You never, you never let me get that spicy last time. Chicken sandwich at the bar? No. <laughs> Hey, bartender, pour it long. Hey, bartender, make them strong. You're listening to The Long Pour, the podcast where we drink and bring you our favorite drinking conversations. You are with the A-Man and Krusty Dusty on a lovely summer day. Yeah, it's beautiful outside. And we are inside drinking, which says something about us. Right. Well, but, you know, I've, I spent all yesterday outside you're very tan, like, and by tan I mean burnt because you have Irish skin. <laughs> but you're very, very well burnt. You've been by a pool right. a lot this weekend. To be fair, I think it's Scottish skin, but same thing. Very close. Well, you know, some people would really get offended over that, but fair, a fair-skinned, yeah, it'll, young it'll, lad. It'll turn brown. I'll look like a you know Kenny Rogers chicken by the end of the week. What's the Kenny Rogers chicken? You don't remember Kenny Rogers roasters? I literally have never heard of Kenny Rogers Roasters. Kenny Rogers is a country music star. Yes, he owned a a chicken restaurant chain. There's a whole Seinfeld episode about it. Really? Yeah, where, like, it's right across the street from Kramer's building. Uh Uh-huh. So he's like, I can't get any sleep, Jerry. So they they switch places, and the, the light slowly starts to turn Jerry into Kramer, and meanwhile, Kramer's over at Jerry's house turning into Jerry, but he starts eating the chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a typical Seinfeld episode. Sure. Yeah. So awful. <laughs> no, I, I, okay, I have no... I, Seinfeld's good. Like, it's a, it's a good comedy. Absolutely. I Larry think, David's a genius. I am I, Like, to me, like, Larry David is more of the uh, driving factor uh, behind... The genius of that show more so than uh, the namesake Jerry Seinfeld. I agree. That's he, just his his show. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm is also amazing. That's why, like to me, like Curb, Curb sold it when I was like that. Like, and Jerry's not even involved, and it's like just this neurotic guy and like his issues of like, oh man, it's too uh, expensive to drive to a ball game in California, and I need so I want to use the um, like the carpool lane, so he ends up like picking a prostitute just so he can like pay <laughs> like cheaper fares for the travel and everything right, like that. Yeah. Like when you're when you're showing like that level of neuroticism, and that is similar between Seinfeld and Curb. Like it's like, dude, Ab- like, like Larry's like Larry's a guy. I know Seinfeld's an all time great comedian, but like to me, like Larry's a driving force on that absolutely and speaking of all-time great comedians we decided to try to make lists a top 10 absolutely because we had we're doing this seinfeld and also we hadn't like talked in a little bit and you reached out to me and you're like hey dude here's this clip and it was like just bill burr ranting like a madman right. in philly and i was like dude we literally did a whole 
podcast about this last we summer. We definitely did because he, you know, it's hilarious. He's mm. a meltdown mm. and it's still genius. Mm, absolutely. And I thought maybe you forgot that we did because, like, you know, you have memory issues and everything. I was like, did he forget like a whole? No, no, like, I didn't forget thing. that. But it turned into like, well, here's what we're doing. We're doing a top ten, right? So we love comedy here at the Long Pour, and we're going to hit you with our top ten comedy list. So I'm just going, I'm going to give you mine uh, off the cuff, right? right? Here. No, I'll go right after you. Right. I have Richard Pryor at my number one. I do as well. Great, like it's I I switched number one and two several times, but I I landed on Pryor. Like you're saying that name. And nobody's looking at you, like, rolling their eyes and be like, this motherfucker's crazy. I, he's like, got to be one or two mm, on just about everybody's agreed. list. And then the other one is George Carlin. I have him as number two. Yep, that was the struggle. You don't know. And it's better. And I think that's, what, like, for everybody, you're like, it's one of those two dudes. Like, it just, like, they're the best. Absolutely. And then after that, I think it becomes a little more suggest. Uh, Jesus. Complicated? Su- suggestive. Like, I made it, like, sexual. Like, it's very suggestive. No, subjective. What kind of list did you make? Yeah, I, hey, who, we're going to see what kind of names are on this, man. Um, the other, uh, after the great George Carlin, I have Chris Rock. I have Robin Williams. Let's come back to that in a little we'll bit. And uh, I don't want to say argue, but discuss uh, Fair. that. Because they're uh, both uh, great comedians. Um, and I think both worthy of a, of a top five ish type ranking, but, uh, after rock, I want to go with, uh, Bill Cosby. I completely disagree. I have Dave Chappelle. Cosby didn't even make my top 10. And in fact, you hate one William Cosby. His, his stuff doesn't hold up for Mm. me. I mean, like we'll we'll discuss, we'll discuss, but I, I think I basically like the, he probably would have made my top 20. Mm-hmm. I have, after that man, I have uh, Louis C.K. at my number five. I have Eddie Murphy. Uh, as a, most people are a big fan of Eddie and would have him uh, certainly in the top five range. I digress on that a little bit. I'm going to have a little, I'm going to have an opposite view on that. We'll get back to that, to be honest. I go Red Fox after that. I have Chris Rock finally. So we'll come back to that. Then I have uh, Dave Chappelle coming in at the, what's that, number seven spot after that. I have Steve Martin. The great Steve Martin. Then I'm going to go with Bill Burr at my eighth spot. I have Don Rickles. Angry. Both angry comedians in, in very yes. different ways. Uh, then I have uh, the great uh, Rodney Dangerfield at nine. I have Louis C.K. finally. The pick. And then rounding it out at my number 10, I have the phenomenal Nikki Glaser. I like Nikki Glaser. I just <laughs> you don't didn't, you I didn't, ex- <laughs> I didn't expect her to be on your top 10. You can't pronounce her last name, but you like her. I feel like, well, Gla- Glaser? Glaser? What, how's it pronounced? Now you've put me on the spot. I'm not even sure I can pronounce it. Oh, right. man. Here we go. Pronunciation 101. Mm-hmm. Neither of us know. Mm-hmm. Glaser. Gla- Glaser. Glacier. (laughs) Definitely not Glacier. She's definitely not like a Antarctic ice shelf. I got got nothing. Okay. I got number 10. I got Bill Burr, which I'm pretty sure pronounced properly. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, that's one syllable. I mean, who has trouble pronouncing one syllable? Nobody. 
I don't know. Let's see how many drinks I have. <laughs> With enough drinks, you can have trouble pronouncing any Just syllable. Just about anything, yes. Um. So I got... Uh, so we pretty much... Like, probably on Carlin speak for themselves, man. Um, Absolutely. Great body of work. Hilarious. Do you have a favorite uh, sketch from either of them or bit from either of them? It's okay if you don't. Not not off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think it's just everything they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carlin spoke about very relevant stuff going on mm-hmm. prior to spoke about drug use and you know two different perspectives right. a um, lot of cocaine talk with, with, yeah. with richard like a yeah lot. and it's hilarious mm-hmm. all good and he has a bit about a dollar fifty cocaine Classic. And, and and just hey like i mean that uh just that world that he lived in like he brought his demons and his troubles you knew it was genuine, you know, him like lighting himself on fire and you knew the guy had his issues, but that was part of his greatness. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. And, and I love that about him. Great. Some of the great uh, one lines and maybe the greatest definitive. Uh, I think it's his sunset strip special, but uh, he has a, I think it's Richard live at sunset strip. That's like the considered maybe the greatest uh, comedy special of all time. Yeah, it's really good. And if it's not, it's, if it's not that, like it's it's his live at something. I want to say Sunset Strip or or whatever, but I could be I could be getting the titles mixed up. But it it's just, I mean, I've seen it. It's like it was like his return to comedy, and and then I, it started out a little bit slow, and then like uh, he hits his stride, and it's like holy crap, man! You just you just don't stop laughing, and you just see that it's true. Uh, genius at work uh and i have i have a lot of respect for him and carlin man i just think carlin's like i think he could have done anything he wanted like he's just a smart intelligent guy uh just his command of the language his observations um you know the football baseball comparison absolutely legendary you know, like, oh, baseball, it's safe. It's like going home. <laughs> and, like, football, like, we're going on the gridiron with and attacking the enemy with long bombs and aerial assault. It's just the comparison, like, the things that he could do with that. I just, I don't know that there's been Right, and his views on like politics him. and the jokes he'd make about stuff going on, especially today, you know, this stuff's still very relevant. George is like, trust no one, question everything. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think that's advice you can really take now, maybe more than ever. Like, like, yep, I, I feel you, George. Uh, funny story, or at least I think it's funny. I make no secret of, like, dabbling in comedy and wanting to do something with stand-up. One of my uh, most dear friends got me, for my birthday years ago, a George Carlin uh, interview basically it's like someone was interviewing him on how to hey what inspired you to do comedy like what advice do you have uh, you know just just this sort of kind of inspirational piece i guess and i've uh put it on and listened to it in my driving in my car many times and one of the funny things is he was talking about his career and i don't want to say the struggles but that's what it was like oh this is you know, where I was at this stage versus this stage versus right. me doing, you know, cookie cutter 
clean stuff so I could get booked, but that wasn't like the stuff that I really wanted to do. I wanted to do more edgy, you know, just that kind of battle that like you face as you're trying to uh, move your career along. And he had this thing and he talked about the interviewer asked him about how you get creative with the things that you do or where do you get your ideas from? And he, he says a couple different things, but at one point he's like, well, and then at this point it was the sixties and we were experimenting with like weed and mushrooms and all that. So basically he was like, at one point, I took some psychedelics and it just put me on a whole new path that like maybe I would have got there. Maybe I wouldn't have, but it basically opened up my you know, brain to look at some different avenues. And I was like, I'm in my car and I'm like, what? Like I've been sitting here writing jokes and rewriting jokes and hating myself for my stupid jokes. And I was like, all I've had to do to be funny was take some mushrooms. Like apparently, like, yeah. Like, what the hell, Joe? I wish I would have known this information much sooner. Right. You know, sometimes things can help with creativity. Mm. And with that note, I think we should get a little creative before we come back to go for three through ten. You want to do Jameson? Shot clock. Shot clock. Shot clock. obviously didn't get into this week is brought to you by cardosa's christian strip club where we'll make you shout oh jesus 937-555-1212 come get filled by the holy spirit and we're back from the shot clock got some new high noons and uh Back on topic, number three. It's Glazer, by the way. It's Glazer. Glazer. No, Glazer. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. (laughs) All right. So we've we've basically, we've gone gone about 15 minutes of a top 10 list, and we have Pryor and Carlin. we've, We've nailed a whole two of the top 10. Right, we got yeah, we got very, a little off there. Very productive with our time. But the shot management. clock will help. It always helps. I'm sorry we had to do two, but I forgot to record the first one completely by accident. Completely. Com- Why are you winking? This is an honest mistake. You know, you <laughs> always always a forgetting of one to record. Always record. Always record. Well, you know, Jameson. We had some background noise. Right, right. You got to make it perfect. You have to make it's the shot be perfect. perfect. Yeah. And sometimes be just some, right. Sometimes that takes multiple takes and multiple shots. Absolutely. See, I see. I I know you. I know you, motherfucker. Um anyway, so we got prior Carlin and then uh I got my number 3 with the great Chris Rock. I got Robin Williams. Should we should we say a piece about each or should we just come back and I don't want to say argue it, but discuss it later. Let's come I back and discuss. Um, no, I said we get into it right now. I, right mean, now? I think I think Rock's funny. Obviously, he's on my list. I just think, personally, that Robin Williams was funny all the time. Like, even when he wasn't trying to be. During an interview, he was just animated. And, you know, 
had this manic, chaotic hilariousness. True. Sometimes he was just funnier just being himself mm-hmm. as opposed to his comedy. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. Maybe the greatest improv comedian of all time. Absolutely. He did have help with cocaine. Like He did a, a very, very high amount of cocaine, which helped him with his improv he, abilities, in my opinion. He quit when he was younger, right? Is it, Am I mistaken? Was he friends with Bel- the Belushi that died? We're going to have to fact check that. We will. We will. Yeah. But I know that... I know that it helped him at some point, at least in his early comedy career. Right. But the greatest the greatest improv of all time, impressionist, versatility. I give him extra props for for being uh manly and very hairy, like Yes, I, you too have that in common. That's so I I will always respect a fellow hairy man. I'm like you're just you're just doing your thing, like like Burt Reynolds and Tom Selleck and legends of the '80s in general, where very, it was very very hairy man, very socially acceptable and and very uh, sexy to be be super hairy, like you were basically like a a PI and had your own shows and had. All the women that you wanted. Right. I'm, I'm still waiting chest for my body here to come. You out. will. You will get your first chest hair sometime. It's a, it's an experience. We're past 40? Yeah. It can happen. <laughs> it can happen. Don't you worry. But uh, he's great. He's great comedian. He's great off the cuff in interviews. He's great in movies. Uh, Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies of all time. Phenomenal movie. He has props in that because he hits you with the seriousness. He hits you with the funny. He hits you with the... You know, um, hey man, you know what true love is? It's when you know your wife like farts in her sleep, right? And then you're like, I love this woman more than ever because she farts in her sleep, and it's just like, well, I never thought about that. I never in my life was like, what are the things that I think I might want in a desirable mate? Until I saw like Goodwill Hunting, and I was like, I want, I want to lay that. I'm sure most sleep. people fart in their sleep. Yeah, but like you're also asleep, so you don't know. You're like both like. I dated a woman that would hot box me in her sleep. Really? She'd, she'd fart and then like Did pull she, the covers up over my she head. She Dutch ovened you? Yeah. Really? Really? And it was it was pretty brutal, too. It was hilarious, you know, once it was over. But it was bad. You can laugh after the fact. After like never. Fact. Like at first you were mad at her. Once right? I caught my breath. Uh huh. Well, she was asleep. You know, she wasn't doing it consciously. Wait, so how could she pull the covers up over your head if it was she was like asleep? She ripped one and then like pulled the covers up and rolled over. So she like did it like in it like she didn't even know she wasn't aware that she was doing this. Because if she pulled the covers, she was she clearly claimed awake. not to be. I feel, dude, if she pulled the covers over her, over you guys both, she was clearly conscious. It's, it's plausible. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't pull your covers over you and your. I said clovers. You don't pull the covers over you and your lover's head. Like that's not like a net. That's not tossing and turning and rolling over in your sleep. Right. She did that on purpose. It's possible. One hundred percent, she fair, did. That. Fair enough. You need to face facts, which I find hilarious. But yeah, that's uh, love. Like was that was her her love language to you? It didn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet her farts were really bad too, weren't they? Yeah, 
There's really no other, I guess there's no other comment to go with that, but uh, go Robin Williams, who's showing me uh, True Love and also Goodwill Hunting, which I, top 20 movie of all time, as I, I'm going to say that arbitrarily, but I think it's yeah. it's really, really good. It is really, really good. Really, good. If you haven't seen it, go see it, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that all of you have seen it already. You'll know what love is. All right, now, Chris Rock, your pick. Uh, well, I, I'm a big fan of Robin Williams, but I have rock. I think rock is a big part. When I was first, like, developing my true love of comedy, rock was the comedian that I watched. Uh, he had some massive HBO specials at the time. Yes, he did. And they were hilarious, too. They're still hilarious. They hold up. It's just, he's so well-written, so professional, so... The subject matter, um, toss salad guy, which I can't to this day. I'm not a big vegetable person uh, anyway, but I can't eat a toss salad at a restaurant without thinking about Rock's story, joke on that, which, I mean, the most people don't know. If you know what that is, like, it's a good chance you first heard about it there or you're just some sexual deviant and you knew what it was before then i don't know i'm not judging anyone that's hanging out <laughs> and listen like if you want to toss someone's salad that's fine to each their own to but each their own but he had a whole like thing about it and it's just like i, I think we know you're a closet deviant i don't think the audience is aware it's like do you do, do, you do that with grape jelly or syrup I prefer, I prefer jelly. Like, just that, that, just that whole, like, either you know the bit or you don't, man. And it's, uh, I just never, I, I, at the time, I'd never heard anyone like him before. And just everything, the bit about, and it was real talk, like, real social situations and things like that. And I think he had a bit where it's like, hey, if you... If you call your grandma mom and your mom Pam, like you're going to have problems in life, right? You know, just uh, just the way, just the way that he saw the world, man. I, I just I think he's a true genius and has some of the best special of all time, and he should be, you know, three is arbitrary, like that's a high number, but he should be near the top of I, I of, of anyone's with list. That. <clears throat> so I got rock after that, and then. Uh, my number four, I have uh, Bill Cosby, and I have Dave Chappelle. So let's let's just get into it right now. I feel like I feel like you can't separate what who we found out who Bill Cosby was versus like his actual comedy. Um, his, well, his I stuff feel about- like the character he played in his comedy is not held up. He's not that guy. Like when I go back and watch his body of work, it's I'm not going to say he doesn't have moments where he's not funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd definitely make my top 20. I just definitely wouldn't have him that high anymore. Mm-hmm. And Dave Chappelle, who I have as number four, I think he's a brilliant, brilliant person. His observational comedy is great. Uh, I love the guy. He's he's from around here. He does a, a lot of a lot of great work. I really think when his you- body of work is done with, you know, you'd probably have him. You, you might bump him all the way up to number one. I it, feel it's like possible. He, I think he's just kind of a generational voice. Mm. 
I feel like you're taking uh you're taking an overall. I think you're painting too broad of a brush with them and getting your personal feelings on who you like think the guy is a person versus just looking at comedy. And that's oh, not I, against I think he's hilarious. I mean mm. the Dave Chappelle show, I mean his you know, his uh Netflix specials, all the stuff he does, you know, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of his stuff that, you know, we'll never see because mm-hmm. he does it one time, doesn't let people bring cameras in there. Mm-hmm. I think he's super smart. I think Chappelle shows probably from a two-year period, like from a peak, the best you can see in sketch comedy from yeah, a peak from a peak standpoint. Like Saturday Night Live has a longevity and like more right. great bits, but they've just been doing it forever. But if you just take... The very best of Chappelle's show. I don't know. There might not be anything that competes with it. You know, no, the, he's done some brilliant stuff on SNL too. Mm-hmm. The the Rick James, the um, the Prince, the uh, the take on the real world. Uh, I forget what. Right. I forget exactly what he named it. The, and the Allstate sketch from SNL. I mean, he he does it, man. He does it like the um. The black white supremacist, like the most, like no, I don't think anybody's ever seen uh, anything like that before. Uh, Absolutely not. And uh, and then his comedy, uh, his comedy, especially his early comedy, I, I think. Uh, and he walked away too. There could have been a lot more of that, but he felt like it was compromising him. Mm, you know, you have to give credit for that. Absolutely, because yeah. there's a lot of people that would just. Uh, kind of sell out and just like, I'm just going to go ahead and take the money. And he didn't do that. And he kind of like, all of a sudden you didn't hear from him a little bit. And all of a sudden he came back like Took with, a, a break. with a vengeance, man. He came back like jacked up. Like we've been lifting weights, can bench like 300 pounds now. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to like own Netflix now. And I'm going to get paid, like get my rights back from my Chappelle show stuff. And I'm just going to be, the man, and he's doing his thing. You're going to see him, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. I got tickets. I am very excited. Very I, excited. I want to hear. I want to hear all about it. Oh yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about it on the next podcast. He he is the man. Um, I am just. I have all the respect for Chappelle in the world. He will be. I well, we already went through our top ten, so he's on my list. He's just down a little bit more. Ev Cosby, um, I sort of take his personal stuff out of it, and I'm just like, man, when you look at his stuff on parenting, uh, relationship stuff, he can make uh, sneaking cookies where his wife doesn't know. Funny if you can if you can make like hide in chocolate chip your habit of eating chocolate chip cookies uh, from your wife, uh, hysterical. Uh, something as simple as that that just sort of like speaks to itself for me, right? Um, so we got, uh, man, we just, we're kind of getting into a little bit more and right, it's uh, going to end up being a two episode topic. I, I think, I, I think there's no other way to go. we got time to go through number five and let's, uh, let's do one more and then we're going to do shots. And then, uh, I got my friends, uh, we'll just, we'll kind of leave this as a to be continued. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I find, I guess I should have known I nerded up when it comes to comedy and I can like keep, Absolutely, keep talking yeah. about it. But uh, my number five, I got I got Louis C.K. And I have Eddie Murphy. I love that this is a five. I feel like this is a good uh, stop-off point because I am just going to 
I have a couple of things to say about both of these cats. Right, yeah, and I knowing you, you want to rail off on I'm not Eddie going I'm, I'm not going to rail too long. <laughs> I, I think look, if you look at if you look at everything he did, like the comedy actor, everything, Eddie Murphy's a legend. I got to say Absolutely. Look, I mean his work on SNL, mm-hmm. his movie work as a kid, some of his funny movies were my absolute mm-hmm. favorite like The Golden Child. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends and I, we reference it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. there's this part where he is buying something off of a guy on the street, and the guy takes a $100 bill, and he's like, no, you don't want the Benjamin Franklin. You want mm-hmm. the George Washington. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, what, monkey breath? Mm-hmm. Monk, or wait, no. What's Gus Bucket? Mm-hmm. Monkey breath, puke face, eater of turtle slime. And I don't know, I just... The whole bit just just did it. Yeah, loved it. I, I still think it's hilarious. All right, we should let everybody well, go. Hold on, hold then, on. I was just going to. I let me. I want to get this okay. points in on on these two. Oh, okay. I I, just I, I do real we're... two, and then that's when we'll do the two be continued. Okay. Sorry, right. we're doing this very like off the cuff. Like he has two great. He he quit comedy basically at twenty two, and like went into movies because he was such a mega star. That he just was like, I got, I have money making opportunities. But like his specials, people think that they're like some of the best specials of all time. And I'm like, I almost can't even get over like his leather, like get like, he's like dressing like Michael Jackson <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, got his like un- chest unzipped. And I'm like, do you want to like do comedy or do you want to do the moonwalk? I'm not even, I'm not even sure. What you want to do. And he's just like this whole like persona. I'm like, dude, but you're going to like. He's still got it. Did you see him the last time he was on SNL? Back to SNL? So what kind of insane person dresses with leather, where, where like, he's that, like, with leather like that outside of Michael Jackson? He said, if you had told me 20 years, yeah. I'd be a stay-at-home dad mm. with a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. And Cosby would be in jail. That's funny. I'd take that bet. Mm-hmm. Who's America's dad now? Mm-hmm. And it's it's hilarious. That nails know? it. That nails it. It his, really does. His impressions are great. He's funny. The Nutty Professor is a great movie. Uh, one of his most famous bit, uh, the ice cream thing, when you're being a dick of a kid and making fun of people that can't get ice cream, and then your ice cream falls. I'm just like, well, that's what you get. You're a huge dickhead, and you should not be like... You got what you deserved, and that's all I can. All I can think about is like, look at you and your hot shit and your like leather suit, trying to be Michael Jackson. And I'm just like, your spe- your your comedy your comedy shows or specials are overrated. I still think he's hilarious, and one of the best bits from the still Nutty Professor is the one that has Dave Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. I think he's maybe uncredited in that movie, like, but it's, it's clearly. Like I, I don't know if like his name is in the credits. I could be making that up. I, I have no clue. I know he's in it, and, mm. and their exchange is it's absolutely phenomenal. hilarious. Phenomenally yeah. getting a little like fight, and no, he's a. Hey, I got pro. He's just not on my top ten, but I have I have all the respect for for Eddie Murphy and Louis C.K. So many bits about again. He's like Chris Rock, real. You know, he's talking. You know he's doing comedy, and you know he's letting, like, thoughts out that, like, God damn, I don't know if I should be saying this to another, you know, another human being and stuff like that. Right, yeah, he does some really funny stuff. Mm. I mean, he, according to a couple of female comedians, he's even hilarious when he's jerking off. Really? Did they go that far and say he was funny? I believe it was 
Sarah Silverman. Okay. That said, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, that is a one, like, even as a comedian, or that is a one time I think you don't want to be hilarious. Like, if you're, if you're jerking off in front of a lady and, like, her reaction is like, that is hysterical and like cute that I that you did that I don't <laughs> like that that's the drop dead last thing Louis CK like get it right man you're a great comedian quit jerking off in front of people like it's not that hard well it, it seems like he's corrected that behavior society seems to be letting him back, back. out into the wild yeah. so just uh it's just it's jerk off in, in your own privacy we're not we're not you know, we're not asking for much. Right, yeah. So, you do that, you do that, you'll be fine and you'll stay in top 10 list, Louie. Right. So, uh we'll be back and uh my friends, uh we got long-winded and we still got some more to do, but this is uh gone longer than I thought, so we're going to we're going to drink a little bit before we uh come back and hit you with uh with another episode. So, until next time. To be continued. All right. See you, my friends. Bye.